So what I was doing was I was selling my third of Rockefeller Inc., which I can. Gotcha. And I was making... I was going to have to do do it, Reasonable Doubt. Let's just... But, Re- but Rockefeller Inc. owns Reasonable Doubt. Sure. So Rockefeller Inc. owns Reasonable Doubt. Yes. That, that, that's the only asset in that company. Maybe some other shit, but that's oh. the most valuable. It owns everything for Reasonable Doubt. I own a third of that. I was selling my third. I'm right. selling my third. They found out, and because there's nothing they can do about it, they accused me of minting the whole album. They accused me of soliciting that I'm going to sell the whole album or the rights or the copyright. And that never was what I was doing, but solely just because so no one else would want to buy it. Mm. So it devalued it. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where you find the dopest people that did the dopest stuff, us being currently like the number seven, number eight entrepreneurship podcast in the country. It's only right to have uh, my favorite entrepreneur, Dave, you were on my dream board. I had five people that I wanted to interview. You 100% was at the top of the list, man. So today we got Mr. Dame Dash. What's good, brother? What's happening? Man, everything's good, man. Everything's good. I like the setup, man. Oh, well, I mean, it's your studio, so... Yeah, but you brought all your stuff. So <laughs> sometimes when people come through, they use all my stuff, mm. and then I prepare it. So I appreciate that. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Good. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, man. Um, we good? I right, bet. So, man, I just want to get straight into the business because I've admired you as a businessman for my entire life. You know what I mean? Like the way you kind of orchestrated, um, you know, Rockefeller. You're picking up these. These, these these artists, and I got an interesting question for you. I made a shirt that said, "Who made the make? Who makes? Who made who great?" And it's a picture of Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And my question for you is: Do you think Michael Jordan made Phil Jackson look like the greatest coach in the world? Like he happened to find a Michael Jordan, and I mean, Phil got lucky and he wins these championships. Or do you think Michael Jordan wouldn't be Michael Jordan without Phil Jackson? Um. I think he'd be a different Michael Jordan. How so? I mean, he may have had to get those rings someplace else mm-hmm. until he found a Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Phil Jackson, I think, was very strategic and he understood how to balance energy, mm-hmm. how to make someone great win not only for themselves, but for a whole team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where... I can't call myself Phil Jackson because only one person actually ended up winning. And my thing was for the whole team to be equal. And that's the difference. I don't know, bro, because Phil Jackson had BJ Armstrong and Steve Kerr looking like superstars. Exactly. You, the, team, you, you, bro. the whole team looked like a superstar mm-hmm. and the whole team got rings. Right. My whole team didn't get the rings. Mm-hmm. Only one person got them. Hmm. Two, Kanye. I yeah, and I guess the ring. Is, the ring I was looking for is the one that those announcements in Forbes. Yeah. So you know, the reason why I made up the sign like this, it was it just meant that we were going to sell ten million records. That was the diamond. That was the diamond. Yeah. So that's what it meant. 
You understand what I mean? So I was like, diamond, that pyramid meant it wasn't definitely wasn't no Illuminati shit. <laughs> it just simply meant that we're going to sell 10 million records one day. But we never did. But it wasn't for <clears throat> one person to get that kind of wealth. It was always for everyone to get that wealth. Yeah. It's never one person. It's always everyone. But, for me. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. But I think you can't necessarily control somebody's outcome. Like, for one, I feel like... I'm talking Chris, about the team. Yeah. I'm only talking about the team. I ain't say what happened outside. Right. People did different kinds of success depending on what they considered success. Sure. You know, Scottie Pippen don't have a sneaker like Jordan. Right. So I, you know, that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. But collectively, they got that chip ring. Everyone mm -hmm. got that ring. Everything else is irrelevant. According to the game, they got the elite of the game several times. You understand what I mean? Right. And that's what I'm talking about. Within the game that we signed on to, we signed on to a game for everyone to win. And that's always been what I, if everyone don't win, then it's not to me a win. You understand mm, what I mean? That's a fact. If your team don't win and you're the only one, that, then you wasn't even a part of the team. Yeah. You understand? Because you don't even want to win without your team. And that's where Jordan, he was able to have Jordan understand it's not about just Jordan. Mm. It was about every element of the team and everyone was a star at their position because everyone played their position. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. And if they didn't, you know, based on the documentary, it looked like there was consequences. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, you know, it's about a team. Yeah. So I was trying to achieve Phil Jackson-ness and making the whole team get the ring, but it happens. Yeah. So what was the initial vision? Like, did you always, like, did you see, like, hip-hop? Like, for right now, I see podcasts, and I'm like, yo, this is going to be dope. I'm about to hire podcasters and, like, not hire them, but sign them, things of that nature. And that's my vision, right? I just got this big idea because we're in the space. So did you have a vision for... Yeah. Everything that's happening. Initially, like initially, that's the first dream. The, the dream was Rockefeller and then the clothing. You know, I go like an octopus, the mm -hmm. ancillary things, but all of them become equally important. Mm -hmm. Or one doesn't have to be important. You could cut it off and it doesn't affect the head. Gotcha. So Rockefeller was a commercial for the clothing, for the movies for the liquor, you know, for all those things, all those ancillary things for us all to eat. Yeah, for sure. You understand what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, take me back to that earlier, Dame. Before Rockefeller, before the whole hip-hop mogul, who was Dame Dash? Like, in school, was you always this guy in school? Like, yo, go yeah. get my snacks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I'm a yeah, bum. It was a problem that I was named Dame Dash naturally, that my name was Damon Dash. So I always knew I was meant to be a superhero some way, shape, or form because I, I felt like I had a superhero name. Mm -hmm. You know, so in school, yeah, you know, I was getting money for a while. I had my first car when I was 16 years old. Mm. Box Max. What year was this? I don't, I, the year is just, I don't even know 80s? what year it is now, bro. <laughs> yeah, 80. You know, I, I got kicked out of school for parking in my principal's parking spot. Because I was like, yo, she's the taxpayers pay her. I should be able to park. Two schools. You're thinking I like that as a, as a high school student, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always had this chip on my shoulder because I went to private school and then I went to... I got kicked out of every private school you could get kicked out of. So then I went to Manhattan Center. I went to Isaac Newton. got kicked out of that. I don't know how my mother got me out of that. But I ended up in Manhattan Center, which was an all-black school. Mm. <clears throat> and, you know, my thing when I was in private school was just, y'all not better than me or nothing. You know? I, yeah, that was it. Where you like, develop this, this... Where'd you develop this, though? It had to be some sort of influence. I just had a clarity. And just, I don't care what you're telling me. I go by what I, I know. 
So I know I can beat you up. I know I'm better than every sport. I know you're a girl like me. I know you can't dance. And you're not smarter than me. I know that you're cheating, that all your, 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 your parents' money come from their parents' parents. I always saw this. Mm. And then I go back, you know, it was almost, I was almost insecure. I was like so superior in this world because I'm like, it must be because I'm black that I had to hit the street mm. to see if I could still be that same superhero. I thought I only stood out because I was black. So I never had a fear of another culture mm. ever. And then when I went to um, a black school and learned how, because what happened was my mom's spoiled me. I had everything. I always had a lot of sneakers. Had the pinball machine, mm. the Atari with every, with every, I was spoiled. Really? Yeah, you know, from 1199, that wasn't a rough life. Mm. You know, it was right on the river, duplexes, swimming pools indoor, but right in the middle of the hood. Mm-hmm. And I was like 15 and my a Suzuki Jeeps came out and they only cost like 10 racks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, can you get me a Suzuki? She's like, you can't even drive, you're 15, it's not legal. <laughs> and I was tight. And, you know, I found freedom in my school because I learned how to hustle. Mm. Crack had just come out. That shit was like right. the internet in the street. Really? Yeah. Every young dude turned into adult because they would get more money than their parents. And, you know, I got with a crew. And I ended up on 142nd Street through a good friend of mine. Mm. And it burnt me out. Yeah. I had the ability to buy cars. I had the ability to have clothes. I had no bills. My brain's not developed. Completely burnt me out. Mm. Who is, who is in that circle that we might know of today? I'm talking about the beginning of you hustling. You can't talk about that. No? I mean, it's like some sort of statute of limitation. Like, oh, you got to watch the movie uh, On the Run. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I, got I can't. You. It just wouldn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> statue or not. No, no. Yeah, but you know. So we, when do you put where you put We were that? surviving. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we were in a crew called The Best Out. Mm. And we were playing basketball against Boss. And that was Kevin Childs. And. Mm. You know, everyone else, the same gang. And, you know, we were, we were throwing parties at the Cotton Club. Mm. And it was all about having mad fun because we didn't give a f- It was like my crew was a, a crew of younger dudes that were all validated by the older dudes. All the older dudes always liked us because mm. we were hustlers. And, you know, so we always had that layer of somewhat protection. And we were, like, laughing that people took life so serious. Mm. We was just like, let's get money. Let's floss. Let's have fun. We the best out because, you know, at that time, Every day, there were different places to go, right. you know? So it'd be like Apollo one night, the rink another night, the rooftop another night, gamble here. Did your parents know you was like... Well, I was, my, actually, before my mom died, I had found a paper, and she had everybody I was hustling with. It was crazy. But <laughs> after that, yeah, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Because you got to remember, I went from being like a private school kid and all of that, like a real private school kid, to, and where everybody knew me as a private school kid... To all of a sudden being like, if you were from the east side and you could hang out on the west side, that was like a stat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, at the time they called it scrambling. And it was like, damn, he's from the east side, but he won like the, one of the wildest blocks in Harlem, which was 142nd and Lennox. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was weird. And so people, the people like, you know, if you if you go, you'll see Malik Yoba grew up with me in my building. He's like, yo, I'm trying to tell him. He pulled up with a knot, and they would always say it's not sustainable, but, you know, paying the full is about a personal experience that I witnessed, and that's what stopped me from actually moving forward in that direction, but I found another direction. I found another route, another path to get to where I needed to go mm-hmm. that didn't entail, the, like, the recourse wasn't jail or murder. It, you know, it was like, 
once I saw it, I'm like, I never understood, like, when you talk about, like, a Pablo Escobar, like, mm. once you get a million tax-free, billion, mm. why keep hustling? I'm out. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You beat the game. Right. 50 million. You good, especially in a place where you, things don't cost But when much. you start, when you, like, initially start, if you don't have anything, you start, you're probably thinking, yo, I get 30,000. I'm out of here. Right? And, it, like, perspective. Right. Well, I can say this. After I made my first million, I said, yeah, I think I can make a billion, but I want to do it legal. Mm. It has mm. to be legal. Mm. That's why after making a certain amount of money by using other people's money, I chose independence and that became my challenge. That was a struggle I chose. Mm. You know, when you're not using other people's money and you're inspired a lot and you have good taste and you also know right from wrong and you will not turn the other way, you're choosing a certain challenge. Mm. I chose this challenge because I only need to impress me. Yeah. I don't care what everyone else looks at as a W. In my heart, if you got to cheat to win, if you got to pretend something's yours, that's not. If you have to sell your soul, your culture, and anything that comes with it, I don't care how much money or fame that comes with that, that's a loss to me. Mm-hmm. For, to me. Mm-hmm. I can't live with me. And that's who I spend the most time with. So I'm really worried about my self-esteem and how I look at me. Yeah. And I can't hide from me. Yeah. I can't look the other way and pretend I didn't. I'm always watching me. Yeah. And yeah. honor means everything to me. It's priceless. And that's what people understand. Understand, love and honor, which is one and the same, is everything. And yeah, somebody could tell you a piece of paper means something like money, and you see it doesn't. People are making up Currencies daily now. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be backed by gold. Right. It's backed by what you want to say is worth. Right, right, right. Yeah, listen, I, I still don't understand. Like, nah, that's the people freedom. say it's worth this, so. But that's again, what's worth. the dollar's supposed to represent a piece of gold. It hasn't in a long time. Yeah. It's printing paper and getting loans off the social security numbers. Right. <laughs> so, which, which kind of breaks me, brings me back to like the formation of. Because some, obviously stuff going on with the the, the NFT, I'm, I'm super I'm super interested in that. But how did you start Rockefeller? Like you have, you're hustling, right? And there's a I made a decision. I quit. Mm-hmm. Had a meeting on my block because we were throwing parties. I was like, "Yo, we're we're very influential. Our parties, are the best out parties at the Cotton Club with Boosie B and Kid Capri, the whole city would be shut down. And we were the young dudes. Everybody, the girls loved us." You know, we had a ball. We were very cocky. Stupid. Like, go to... <laughs> it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And there's pictures. You could Google it, ask around. Right. There's receipts. Right. And I was like, yo, we need to make a record company out of this. We need to make clothing line out of this. I had this meeting with my homies on the block. And one particular one... What was the state of rap at this point? What was the state of hip-hop? I wasn't thinking about the state of hip-hop. Mm. I'm like 18, 19. Right. I'm like, yo, I just think we could sell everything. Like, you watch movies. Like, when you're going through a realistic environment, a real experience, and then you watch your movies, and you're like, that's corny, that's corny, that's not how it happened. And at the time, because now rappers is real serious. They're about their business. Yeah. But back then, the rapper really wasn't the wild one. It was the person back in the rapper mm. that was wild. Mm. So it'd be like, yeah, you know this is off. You know, he ain't doing this, that, and the third. And that's how we were looking at things. Right. So we'd be like, and they're not fresher than me. Like, no one's fresher than me. <laughs> So I'm like, if I ever have the opportunity to make clothes, I'm going to be the best. If I have the opportunity to make a movie, I'm going to be the best. If I make a record, I'm going to be the best. If I'm a, I party the best. I'm taking everybody's girls. I'm everything. Mm. I hustle. Mm. 
Right. I, you know, everything I do is flop. Right. I really believe this wholeheartedly that, especially in that moment and now, freshest, bar, bar none, and that's a Harlem dude's attitude. For sure, for sure. So I was like, let's take this sauce and I'm let's 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 sell it. Look at the influence. It's, Harlem is the snobbiest place in the world. Mm. And if you're not right, they're going to laugh. No matter how much money you got. If you don't, you know, follow things by, like, I'm 50, I still say pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like hearing things in Harlem laughing. You know? So if you can be a star in Harlem, you can be a star. And look at ASAP Rocky. You can star anywhere in the world. Right. There's no other me. I, I mean, me and Nicolette, like Nicolette, we've been a lot of places, right? Mm-hmm. If you walked into any place and we're not the coolest in the room, let me know. <laughs> All over the world. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. You know what I'm saying? It's just because of what we do and our attitude. It's just different. Mm. So... I'm already aware of the sauce. And then I'm like, how is somebody from another culture taking our sauce and selling it back to us? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I just saw that clearly very young. Gotcha. So you have this meeting, and who's who's at this meeting? Like, Which one? It, like, the, like you say, y'all, I'm done hustling. Just your crew. Yeah, that's man. right. Best time. <laughs> right, right, for sure. But I so could say, yo, we're going to do hip-hop, or we like, yo, we just got to figure out how to sell the sauce? Nah, I'm just like, yo... This is what it is. This is the opportunity. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were, it was just it was just too much. So I do it myself. But like mm-hmm. you know, um, like two or three two people called me, like Biggs and his brother, mm-hmm. and was like, "Nah, I, I actually f- that," you know. And um, oh, so they wasn't with it. They didn't see the, the vision. Rest, they they did see the vision. I'm talking about your whole crew. Your, your, the normal. Crew. My crew used to be laughing at me, you know, because like you know, my man Steve Mack. He just did a little doc he showed me about this battle between Jay and DMX. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't meant to be a battle between Jay and DMX. It was a battle between my crew and Steve Mack's crew. Word. And I brought Jay and they had brought DMX because they knew the Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. And then that ended up happening. But my point is, within my crew, 
None of them believe. They used to, because Jay was from Brooklyn, so they used to be killing Jay, bro. They yeah. didn't think he was good. Right. They thought he was corny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my whole crew, because I didn't want to rap about selling drugs. I was, you know, I was more like native tongue. But then when Jay showed up at that battle and started talking that money talk, that's when my crew started to like him. Mm. You know what I mean? But, you know, my point was, yeah, they were giving me a hard time about me choosing music and the music I was choosing over hustling. Gotcha. Like, you know, like, for example, now I'm young. I'm like 19. I had bought the Pathfinder with the four-door path. Just came out black. Mm-hmm. I got the Oki phone. You know, shit ain't got. <laughs> I'm 19. I come around. My crew is killing me because I ain't got a ski rack. No, damn, you can't have. I'm talking about right. crap. Dudes that are taking a train. I'm like, if you're going to do it and you don't do it right, <laughs> we teasing you. <laughs> so I sold it to Jay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he didn't care about right, right. <laughs> So when we when we come together, how, initially because it's going to get to obviously, um, how did you how did you form the company initially? Like it's like all right, all three of us put our money together and we're going to call it Rockefeller. Or you had a vision, say yo, this is what we're going to call it. How did we, that we, work? we were initially, I was managing Original Flavor, mm-hmm. and Clark had given us a deal, and Clark introduced me to Jay. And I was a management company, and no one would sign Jay. They mm. wouldn't sign him. They thought he was too old. They thought he rapped like jazz. So then... So you was the manager at this point. You just trying to shop him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, and we went to everybody. And uh, we just said, let's do it ourselves. And we did it ourselves, you know? And Jay's participation was in rapping. Mm. Mine was the business. You know, gotcha. like that. So what leads us up to this reasonable doubt thing, which is by far one of my favorite albums. NFT? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it an NFT? Or are you trying to sell a percentage of the company? Or like, how's okay, that? Okay, so this is what happened. Um, you know, that the thing that Jay does a lot that I'm just like, it's petty. If I own something that he owns, he's not going to promote it at all. He doesn't, for some reason, like, you know, with Rockefeller, you remember he, when we were re up for Rockefeller, he made a, a tour saying he retired. So, of course, we, it was hard to move forward. You remember this, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we were getting ready to sell Rockwell. So, there was a conversation about that? Was a- we were getting ready to... No. We, we, <laughs> we were going to, we were going to um, sell Rockwell. I'd make $40 million. We are going to sell Rockwell to like Tommy Hilfinger or whatever. He makes an announcement that he's only doing S. Doc Carter. Remember no. that? Do you remember the announcement? Yeah, what? Why would he make that announcement? We, I'm about to make $40 million. We have a vodka before Puff, called Armandale. Right. And he does an ad with Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> so if you notice, ain't nobody been talking about Reasonable Doubt, right? right? Because I still own a third of it. And I'm still the CEO of it as well. I never stepped down as CEO of Rockefeller, mm. ever. So it's like, I, I already know what it is. I kind of just want to get away, sever that, and just leave. I know what he's going to do. As soon as I sell it, then he comes back. Because after that, I sold my interest to go do something else with Rockwear. And then all of a sudden, he was a part of the brand. Right? Remember? Mm. But you know, I'm like, I'm not that guy. I'm like, whatever, bro. Just you do you, let me do me. It's like, we're in t- different lanes. We do things a different way. Cool. So now he tries to offer me... Years later, 25 years later, after not touching the shit, not promoting it, nothing, 
shit don't, you know, he tries to offer me 1.5 for my interest. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, send that. In that album. <laughs> yeah, send that over. I want to see that offer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I guess I'll that offer. I'm going to sell it someplace else. And, you know, I'm a guy that's been opening up art galleries for the last 15 years all over the world. Mm-hmm. DD-172 in Tribeca, Poppington in the Lower East Side. Even here uh, in Charleston, uh, King Dusko on King Street. Mm-hmm. And even in North Carolina, in, in Hong Kong, Po Hung Fung. You know, I, I, I do art. You know, that's what I do. I love art. You know, I became more of an artist. So the NFT to me, I was like, this is a perfect alternative because you can sell anything and also give a 360 experience than have to deal with these guys. Can you explain what an NFT is? Because I've it's heard just, it and I I'm going to say it in layman's terms. It's just digital art. But the, 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 the great thing is, is once it's minted, it means that you have, you're the original owner of it. Mm-hmm. And you could show it. It's just like if it was on a piece of paper. But the great thing about it is in the sale of it, because it's all in the, in the, in the, in the digital, in the, on the blockchain, if someone sell, resells it, the artist can also get a piece moving forward. Mm. And you don't have to talk to that person. There's no accounting. Because it's in the blockchain, it's accountable. It just goes right to your wallet. Gotcha, gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I was doing was I was selling my third of Rockefeller Inc., which I can. Gotcha. And I was making... Oh, so they have to do nothing to do it. Reasonable Doubt. Listen, just... but, Re- but Rockefeller Inc. owns Reasonable Doubt. Sure. So Rockefeller Inc. owns Reasonable Doubt. Yes. That, that, that's the only asset in that company. Maybe some other shit, but that's the most valuable. It owns everything for reasonable doubt. I own a third of that. I was selling my third. I'm right. selling my third. They found out, and because there's nothing they can do about it, they accused me of minting the whole album. They accused me of soliciting that I'm going to sell the whole album or the rights or the copyright. And that never was what I was doing, but solely just because so no one else would want to buy it. Mm. So it devalued it. So we go to court. We went to court today. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, what happened was because it was such, it was like, it was so crazy what they were saying. I'm like, yo, you're lying on me. Like, what? And I never got served properly. So they went to court and got a TRO, a temporary restraining order, for four, like five days. Mm-hmm. Just enough. So they were like, nah, I just want to hear it. So today we actually answered. And, you know, at this very moment, they still working out because no one wants to sell the whole thing. Right. And I can sell my third. That's clear. But they want to make it so it sounds foggy, you know, make it convoluted, meaning. Mm. So we're working out the verbiage. Like, I ain't trying to sell it. Y'all not trying to sell the whole thing. And there's other things that come with that. Right. You know, like really funny meetings trying to be called. Like, at the end of the day, we'll get to that later. But no, so now, so we're, we're, in that we're in that vein. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Nah, because she's going down. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I can sell my third. Right. I, I'm never going to sell. None of us could sell all of it. Yeah. And I'm the acting CEO of Rockefeller Inc. for now until I get voted off of it or there's something formal. Mm. So you can't pretend that you're the boss and you're not. I'm still the boss right. of Rockefeller. Anything else they got going on, I don't care. But over here, I'm still the acting CEO right. of Rockefeller Inc. So um, just for clarity, you're selling a third of your stake in Rockefeller Not a third Inc. of my stake. 
My stake is a third of Rockefeller Inc. Right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and I'm selling saying, yeah. a NFT of a picture right. that will represent that you own a third. I'm not minting anything Rockefeller reasonable. Di- and they know that because right. they're in the business. Right. So they like just blatantly lied to the judge just for a headline and a narrative. And then what was really disappointing about it was Jay's lawyer, this white man, Espinero, Espiro, whatever his name is, he's calling me a thief. He's empowered a white man to call me a thief, to call a meeting and pretend that he can colonize my company and tell me, yo, this is what's going on, period. And you only represent one person there. Mm. And this is what they continuously do. But when it comes from someone from your own culture, continue, because when you hear somebody's throwing dirt on you, for me, unless I can really prove it, I'm not addressing it. I've been hearing shit for a long time of how they lie on me and try to discredit me in a certain world. And then to actually do this in public and validate it, like, they lied on me. And I'm like, so this is how y'all been playing all this time? Like, I seen what you've been doing with the, uh, you're not going to, you know, promote reasonable doubt as I own it. You don't want to be a part of Rockefeller. You're retiring as long as we own it. You don't want to be, you, you ask Doc Carter as long as we own Rockware. We see all that. But that, to me, is that I'm not going to dumb my energy down to or even address. Because I can't really, you know, prove it. Right. When the first but, time. But this time. Right. Right now, they lied on me, and that's a fact, and that's all I want to address. Why are you saying I'm minting a mint? If I mint something, that means it's already on the blockchain. Y'all know I'm not. How are you going to double down on that? Yeah. For just to, just to discredit something and then try to do some more flash. Because we had a, a, they tried to call a shareholders meeting. Mm. And Jay as a director. Jay's not the director. I'm the director. We get there. His lawyer, I'm like, yo, who are you? Or actually, they're trying to, like, you know, pass a law to make him the director, mm-hmm. but he called it the director. You know, you understand what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 for sure. But for you sure. can't even call that meeting. And we get there. We, my lawyers, I'm like, yo, my lawyer would like to voice my objections, but she has some things to say. He was, they were just trying to, like, tell me, no, nobody, uh, like, railing. I'm like, yo, you're not going to yell over my lawyer. Mm-hmm. Let her say what she got to say. Who are you? Who do you represent? I represent Jay. We haven't even heard Jay's voice. <laughs> but you just... Filed a lawsuit against me on Rockefeller Records as Rockefeller Records. Right. Who's the secretary? Let, just let me know. <laughs> His other lawyer. <laughs> so we like it. What the f- is going? Yo, peace. So they basically was trying to change bylaws. That is, is crazy at this level. But I just don't understand why. Be mad at a man for getting money. Right. So you know, that's where we at with it. But at the end of the day. They're going to try to make muddy language so for a headline. Mm. But my point was, before that, is that I read something where he said Damon went on a rant at a shareholders meeting. I went on a rant because I said I'd like to voice. And then you're going to pretend you're my boss for a company that I'm the CEO of. And then tell me how you're <laughs> going to distribute it. That's colonizing. You're going to, it was like a racist white man trying to make a black man believe a company's not his. Mm. But it came from another person from my culture. Mm. Caught me a thief on Juneteenth. <laughs> what type of time is that? I'm like, just because I'm a sell, but I can right. sell my third. For period. Sure. So, what is the legal issue? If you own they it, you can lie. sell it. You're not hearing me. 
The accusation was that I was trying to sell everyone's third, which is a lie. And the reason why they said it is because they saw some internal memo that I never saw that was going to be like about the announcement. In the announcement, it only says that I was selling a third. And I never saw whatever their internal memo was. So it's really based on hearsay. And the thing at hand was he actually sent a proposal to, and you had him send like, yo, you want to buy this? This third? And that's what you were trying to sell. Yeah. But their their accusations, I was trying to sell the whole thing. So when the headline says nobody can sell the whole thing, it looks like I got benched. I never tried to sell the whole thing. But clearly we need people to know. I there's nothing stopping me from selling my third of Rockefeller Inc. Mm -hmm. Which owns um, Reasonable Doubt. How much did you want? Did you send a, a, a counter? Well, what he said was I I standed to make thirty million. That's what Jay said in his paperwork and his declaration, right? As a shareholder, not as a director, right? Yeah. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated, okay? Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Is that what you wanted? Do a 30 or? I'm just saying. I mean, if somebody want to buy it, I mean, I ain't. I don't know. You got 30? I don't got 30. So why you asking? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody might. 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 Somebody <laughs> nah, I no window shop. I ain't mad at that. Yo, as as you're structuring a company, what what did we do wrong in the beginning? That obviously you're a kid, you putting this company together. I do not. You on a third, you are a third, out of third. It's perfect. I, I you know, the thing that scares me. What would you me, do differently now? Nothing. The thing, I just really am surprised that people, so many people at so many levels are so petty. And cheap. Like, yo, play fair, bro. Like, don't say I tried to do something I didn't do. All right. That's all. Did you the first time something that happened with the either the liquor or the shoe? Did you I have the conversation? Did you like, yo, what's up? What were you doing? I just would be like, this is good, man. <laughs> you know, the funny shit is like Biggs is rocking with him so tough. And the reason why Rockefeller broke up in the first place was because he didn't want to break bread with Biggs no more. And I was like, yo, we can start something really? different. But yeah, but I can't. Do that to Biggs. You know hold what on, I mean? hold on. What you mean he didn't want to break? What do you mean? He didn't want Biggs to be a part of it anymore. That's what happened. He probably like leaned on us and was like, yo, I should get more. And I'm like, I'm the best CEO in the world. I'm not doing that. Right. And then Biggs was like, I, you know, it was the whole thing. But it's just funny how things roll out. Mm. But yeah, that was, they weren't speaking for like two years. Gotcha. No one, no one knew though, but you know, it was just, he just, I don't know. You don't like to see people eat. Or at least that's... <laughs> Now, I don't know why they would want to devalue my third or try to with me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it, but I'm not having it. Yeah. Let me let me ask you, as from an entrepreneurship standpoint, and I, I feel like I do these interviews for free coaching. So I have a podcast, and it's doing well, and I want to recruit, for lack of better words, other podcasters, right? Kind of how you, like, you took some some people, just made them stars. I see the talent. But as a podcast, I, if you have a plug for the sales, that's when you can do that. If I have a plug for the sales. What yeah, do you mean? so it's like, 
And this is what Complex did before for like websites. Because they had sales teams, they'd be like, yo, I'll let you use my sales team, but you got to bust it down with me. You know what I mean? So it'd be like, I'll let you use my sales team, but I get a percentage of that. Like half, you know? So if you have a sales team and you bring in that, I mean, that's all they all do. Right. So if I take in, take in, say I take an artist. That's you get paid with a podcast, right? Sales. I mean, rather uh, commercials. Um, One of the ways, yeah. And then also while you have all those people there, you sell them other things. Right. Yeah. So I find a salesperson and say, yo, I got this podcast that I'm building. You give me X amount of dollars, we can put ads in this person's Right. So if you get, let, let's say that someone's doing a podcast that you're not doing, mm-hmm. but they don't have sales. That's mm-hmm. really the trick. If you don't have sales, you don't have nothing. Yeah. You know, and you're like, yo, I can get you 20 racks from this person because right. I'm talking about my shit. Right. And they're like 20, then you take a percentage of the 20. And you okay. know, or you either partner up or whatever. But you got to bring something to the table. Right. I mean, that's how I see it. Is this is this a area era? And I don't know if you know this era like that. You know a little bit about everything. But is this era different than music? In terms of, okay, so back in the day, they started talking about these contracts. There, there was no there's... internet, bro. Right. Period. Think about life with no internet. That's the life that we survived in first. So there was no alternative. Like, right before, you had to pay to be heard and seen. Mm-hmm. No one could stop that now. So that's why there's a lot of stars that would not have been stars if there wasn't the internet. Because mm-hmm. no one would have heard and they wouldn't have had the money to buy that real estate. Do you still sign artists? No. I never really signed artists. I do partnerships with artists. See, that's that's what I don't like. Like mm-hmm. another man saying another man owns them or signed them. I don't I don't find that masculine. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say I signed this dude. Nah, we working together. We partners. I'm not, I don't want to own you. That's what that means. I just sold all my rights and now I get a royalty. So signed, and I wanted that connotation to be bad. That's why now people are doing things independently and being celebrated for it. But before that language was taboo. Hey, hey, you give me another drink? So what is, what stops, you not Simon, you partner with me on my podcast, right? You're like, yo, it's now part of Dame Dash Studios. What stops well, me? First and foremost, yeah. I wouldn't even do that with you. I partner with you on a TV show. Explain it. Because this, this might be out by the time you see it. Yeah, you put it out, but no matter. It'd be like, yo, we got movie cameras in here. Mm. Why are you calling it a podcast? It's about narrative. It's a TV show. You got three, four cameras. You got lights. You got a studio. And you can also edit it different, and it could be on a different platform than a podcast platform. Mm. A podcast usually is an audio experience. You go to YouTube to see it. Mm. Anyone could do that. Right. But a TV show takes a lot more, and the platforms that TV shows play on give you more and generate more money. They'll pay more ads for it. And it's something that can give you residual income. Mm. So residual income is something that's played over and over again. Right. So why wouldn't you want to create a catalog of things? Because when you do a podcast, it's about events that are happening now. Right. So once that's gone, nobody want to talk about that shit no more. Yeah. Unless it's legendary like I be doing. Right. You know? But if you're doing the news, you got to do the news every day, all day. You make a movie, that same movie plays for generations. Yeah. There are people that see me now and only know me for state property. And be like, damn, I thought you was 20. I'm like... That was 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> right, right, But right. they still see it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? for sure, for sure. So again, what I was telling you before, residual income is where that's what... It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You want, you want to make bread for shit that you did years ago while you're sitting at the pool. Yeah. But it has to be something that people want to see over and over again. Hey, you're not going to give me a drink? Everybody's going to ignore me? That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get so th- th- this is my, because I was telling you, like, I'm, I think I'm going to uh, get a studio in Atlanta. I, I definitely love to add a conversation, see how we can make that shape. It's but I always get a about a 360 experience. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'll tell you about that octopus. It's about the clothing. It's about the doc. It's about the movie. It's about the TV show. It's about the tour and the book. And you want to have a place. That, this is a place where I just create. This is my brain physically. Where if someone wants to interview me, bang, I got it. Mm. I want to make a movie, bang, I got it. You saw back there my creative room with all these people just being creative, making books, making mm. comics, doing storyboards. Thank you. We make music here. Mm. This right here is plugged up to Pro Tools. So we put the, when I do, you know, I'm in a rock band. Mm. So when we record, it's live, like a stage, and they just record that, and that's what I capture, mix in the back room, bang, it's out. You know, this is my office. Man. But this is not what the traditional office, you sit behind a desk, walls, barriers. That's the programming that we have to break. Mm. And we have to stick together. We have to stop empowering other cultures to fucking tell us what to do Man. and bluff. We got to embrace when our brothers make money yeah. and help them make money. I'm happy to see anyone I'm a part of get money. But the people I tend to help be so mad when I make bread. <laughs> I just don't get it to the extent it's lying on me. That, yeah, that, that got to be frustrating, man. Like, put, it, it, it's putting like, people on. And... Well, I, I, I initially find it funny. Like, I'm like, damn, why is this like, so bothered by my happiness? Mm. Like, that means every time someone was around me, they was really bothered because I was having so much fun. And because I'm the real deal. Mm. Because I don't care what anyone thinks. I just I just care about fighting the right and good, honorable fight to the extent that I'm down for that action publicly. Yeah. But I'm not going to cheat just because you cheat. Right. So my challenge becomes to win in a game full of cheaters but still play fair. That's the fun for me. Mm. But I also know that action comes with this game. Yeah. So I embrace it and I'm prepared for it when it comes. But at the end of the day, 
I'm not giving up my integrity. I'm never going to serve up my culture. And I'm never going to hate on another man when they get money. I'm going to be happy. Did Lee Daniels give you $2 million? We worked it out. You worked it out? How did that, how did he come to owe you that money? I loaned him $2 million for a movie. <laughs> no interest, no stake, or? I mean, I could have did all that, but I really wanted to see another black man win. Yo, so you just gave him the bread like, here, here's, here's a little boost. Do your thing. Just gave my bread back. Sick. And then didn't want to pay you back after he was up. Yeah, I can't really talk too much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disappointing, though. It's culturally, we're programmed to do that to each other. I don't, do you think, where's it's a good come program. From, right? What do you mean? The people that are controlling. The person that serves up and gives our culture up the most is the person that's going to be celebrated by another culture the most. And what's funny is then we celebrate that person because, oh, that other culture is celebrating you? It's crazy that, and it's a good program. It's our fault for not breaking it. I know I did. Mm. So I don't understand the unconsciousness of other people mm. and how they can live with themselves. Yeah. But for me, I live free. I sleep good every day. But now it's like... You know, in the street, back where I was from, guns or not, if you say, yo, let me get a fair one, mm. put the guns down and one-on-one fair one. And I've always, like, thought that the rest of the world abide would abide by that. Mm. Just give me a fair one. But the people that I thought were honorable were actually cheating and lying mm. on me. And that's not fair. And I just am very concerned about people lying on me and me always having to fight because people want to continuously lie because they want to stop me from eating. Yeah, yeah. how do you... I, and this is a personal Part question of the game. Me. How do you not care what people think about you? Because I have a real problem Why with would... How... My Bro, question... I, I, let, yeah. let, let me ask you. 100%. How do you care about what people think about you? I like, think, why would you... If, if someone's not smarter than you, cooler than you, not playing the game you're playing... How could you care about what they're thinking? They're so insecure because they're not doing what you're doing that they're projecting. They need a therapist. Why would you even care? I think uh, my heart is to... Um, I want people to... I want to be understood. And I why? guess to a degree... Why? It, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like yo, why, why do you feel That's the... ego, bro. Okay. Okay. Like, if it don't matter, if it don't yield, if it don't make bread... If you're not going to get... Why would you care about with somebody that's not as aware as you think? I'm trying to figure that out because I truly care what people think about me. That's the problem. I, I know. That's why I'm, 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 I'm open enough to say it. Like, I, maybe I have a um, need for acceptance. Because you're meant to think that you're supposed to care and that's supposed to be your W. So what matters more to you? Feeding your family or what people think? Feeding my family. Then that's sure. what should trump everything all the time. 100%. If it ain't about death, jail, and, you know, no one's starving, I really don't care, bro. As long as my family's eating, I don't give a f what you think. <laughs> a lot of times I want you to think I'm not doing so well right. so you can leave me to f alone. Right. But literally, this Rockefeller was like 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm 50. Why are we still talking about leave me Alone, I done did everything. Dang, you different. made history, bro. Like people yeah, are never gonna stop talking about I, that. I get it, but you made history, bro. You know, I get it. Being able to smell your roses while you're here is definitely something that should be appreciated. Mm. Artists like Van Gogh, we're not. Mm. You know, they sold for he might have sold 
for like $27 and it's now itself for $27 million. You don't get a dollar that. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm always appreciative of the fact that I could walk around and see people appreciate what I've done. But they, you still have that other angle. Like, think about the people that have been trying to compromise the integrity of me mm-hmm. or at least devalue my word. Yeah. Why would you want to devalue the word of a person that only wants to help the culture? That's just giving. Because if it's your hustle up. And who's sending you to do that is my question. Someone from another culture. So if I'm the most influential person in the culture, I'm going to make my culture awake. Mm-hmm. If I'm a billionaire, I'm going to teach you how to be one. So I want to see some of these billionaires teach someone how to be one. Because mm-hmm. that's the only reason why you should be there culturally. Mm-hmm. So everyone else could know the path. So I've always given up the game because I want us to move forward. But what always happens, another culture said, you're giving up too much game. Who the f*** are you to tell me when I'm giving up to my culture? And then someone else, well, yo, if you can stop him, we'll pay you because he's making them too smart. We'll let you rent the house. We'll we'll let the house look like it's yours. But all you got to do is stop him from waking up the community. Why would another black man stop a, a black man from helping black people? Or just people. You have a, you have a really uh, tight relationship with Kanye. Is there any terms of business relationship that y'all have in terms of it, it, like him showing people how he did it? My my rules and boundaries with Kanye is me and Kanye don't speak about our business in public. Yeah. Is he? I mean, oh, I guess you wouldn't. Be able to answer that, but learning how to be a billionaire. Like, I feel like you know how to be a billionaire. It's gotta. I'm not a billionaire. You're I'm not on my right. way. I'm a billionaire in love, laughter, and fun. Mm. But for me to be a billionaire because I'm doing it on my own will take a little longer. And Kanye is every bit of, he deserves to be a billionaire. Mm. Why? Because he does things that most people don't. Mm-hmm. He's fearless. Yeah. I want that, bro. I think I, think I need a therapist. I'm trying to give you some of that. <laughs> not give a energy, that boss. Because it, it does stop me from, like, bro, really going you, to the If you max, care about bro. what people think, don't even think about being famous. Forget about that. Oh, yeah. They always want the darts, huh? I mean, it's part of the game. If yeah. a million people love you and 10,000 hate you, you still going to hear that 10,000 that hate you, right? That's a fact. If you bother about the 10,000 that hate you, that will take the time to talk about another man. Again, it's not you that needs the therapy. It's the people that are so worried about you that need it. As an entrepreneur, I got to ask you, we're walking through. We know you do a lot. Like, you are an entrepreneur. To the core, is is there a such thing as being too ambitious because you can't focus on it all? Yeah. Not too ambitious, but, you know, if you're inspired by 100 things at the same time, and, and for me... Guys like Kanye, everything we want, we need to see it. Mm. It, 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 It's insanity. But when you win, when you actually do it, you you always have to be able to drink. Mm. You know? You always have to be able to drink. I teach a class. Well, I'm part of a group called the OSG, which is 90 Black Principles. And initially, I got with them because ladies from MOP... Asked me to get on a Zoom. I blindly got OSG? on it. Yeah, it's... off school grounds. 
90 black principals. Oh, like principals in a school. Gotcha. What time is it? It might be on right now. And, and you know, we talk about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. the things that the regular curriculum isn't teaching. Right. And a lot of what we talk about is dreaming. And it's really hard for people to dream. They, you know, I'd be like, look, give me a dream that doesn't involve helping people, just helping yourself. And a lot of people just don't dream. Yeah. And if you're going to dream, why wouldn't you dream big? It doesn't cost no money to dream. Right. It seems like if you were like... If like you, you said something I like, you said on my dream board, these are the people I wanted to interview. You, That's what I do. I do a vision board. I think about what I want to buy and then the things I'm going to do to buy it. Mm-hmm. You actually manifested, put the energy in, now it's happening. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you put a bigger dream on a vision board? Mm-hmm. You're, that's powerful. You made it happen like that. You found the path to get to your dream. You got to know your dream to find the path to get to your dream. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, to get to a, a dream, a lot of people have the same dream, but it's not one path that's going to agree with everyone to get there. Mm-hmm. So you might start up a path, this ain't right for me, I ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. But you don't quit. You find another path. And you keep looking for the path to get to your dream until you find it on your terms. But if you don't look, it's not going to find you. Mm. But you can't expect to get there like everyone else. I don't think you want to get where Kanye got the way he got there. It entails a lot. And you might not want to get where I got. You might not want to... I'm about that action. I like fighting. I like being Alexander the Great Mm. and, you know, Julius Caesar and Hannibal. I like being known as a warrior that won't back down. No matter how big someone appears, I'm fighting. I'm not going back. And you seeing it live. Right. Someone that uses somebody else's money against someone that uses his own. I ain't backing down. If I'm wrong, show me I'm wrong. But don't cheat. You got to be about that life. Yeah. That might give a lot of people anxiety. That brings me joy. Right, right. A public fight and I'm prepared <laughs> and you lying? Right, right. Let's go. Right, right. But give me a fair one. Right. Let me eat. Can I live? <laughs> no doubt. But let me, so I, I I teach a lot of entrepreneurs that like, especially in the beginning, to focus on something because I believe if Dame Dash put all his energy into I don't know um, apparel, yeah, it'd be a billion dollar company, right? Definitely be a billion dollar company. Do you feel like the I be, I become too creative, bro? I'm not the best businessman anymore. I don't have the tolerance to deal with people when it comes time to market and distribute. I'm sitting here with a lot of work, and I'm like, I had so much fun making it. You know how many albums I didn't put out, bro? Mm. How much I got in there just because it's like, I just got too artsy-fartsy, and I didn't become worried about perception or bread. But, you know, to continue to do certain things, you got to put it out. Yeah. I got the best creative team in the world, and a decent legal team. Mm. But now I have to put together the best administrative team. You know, as a creative, one side of your brain is working. Yeah. Someone I was talking to told me today, he said, you know what's ill about you? Both sides of your brain work. I've never seen anything like it. You're a complete businessman, but you're also a complete artist. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You know what I'm saying? I just like creating. But, yeah, I'm, shoot. It's, but that, that could be the Achilles heel, though, because that's my problem. I, mean, I got a, first off, I got a no bunch of problems as an entrepreneur. These ain't no problems. I'm having yeah. fun, bro. You know what I'm, I'm alive. But if the goal is to be a billionaire, that's one of, on my terms. Right. So that means I'm going to get there when I'm supposed to. Yeah. But the, 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 the finding the path has been, like, I'm having a ball. Yeah. I, it's like, I, don't want, I might not even want to get there too quick. I'll get bored. <laughs> but I'm having fun doing it honest. Yeah. I'm having real fun fighting a fair fight. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to... Imagine if I wanted to be a sellout. How good I'd be at it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I could make so much money selling out. Right. But I would never... I, I, I just... When I walk in a room with people that appear to be great to other people... And they know I know how they got where they're at. They still this little. <laughs> I promise you, yo, like these to get to court today. They tried three different ways not to get in front of that judge, bro. Really? They did not want that smoke. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all public record. You could look at the judge was like, yo, if you don't come in, because they were like, yo, we don't think we need to come. The judge was like, bring your in here personally. Mm. And they was like, well, we got other shit to do. You better give me a letter. But either way, I need you on Zoom. Mm-hmm. But either way, you come in here, you said a lot of shit. I need to hear this in person. Mm-hmm. You done lied on a man. Was he at court? Was he on the Zoom? Uh, I wasn't in court. All right. The lawyers went, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it was funny because even on the... Um, <laughs> that shareholders meeting, he didn't say a word. Well, he was there? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't care. Right. You know, in, in your decades of, like, being, uh, what have you learned about money? That it makes people do some real foul, nasty shit, and it's overrated. Mm. Love is all that counts. Currency. Real currency counts. Mm. If you're not laughing, if you're not having fun, if you're lonely, if you can't take care of the people you love because you just don't have the ability to connect, mm-hmm. you broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro. You have a lot of employees? I have a lot of people that work with me. Here's 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 a question I need to ask you too. You are so you, you seen everybody in here. Oh, for sure, for sure. No one's in here for free. Not one and person. I'm I'm you and I both, I think we share like the, the passion for entrepreneurship, right? But as an entrepreneur, you need help. You need people to kind of work on the dream, which they may not necessarily be an entrepreneur, but how do you balance that? Because everyone that works with me has to have a dream. You can't help me build my dream if you can't work on your own. So everyone here, after like you know, after a certain amount of time, once you've helped me a certain amount of time, I start leaning on you. Like, yo, what's your dream? And I'm going to give you everything I have to help you make it happen. And if you don't, you cannot work for me. But a key employee would help build the vision. But if they have their own dream and it's going in a different direction, 
then you got to replace that person and start all over nah, with the training process. Get, just cut them off like an octopus leg and get someone that has similar dreams. What they're here for. That means they're just here for a check. I don't pay anyone here enough to not have a dream that I can help them with. Mm-hmm. I don't, for me to tell people to be independent and have employees that I'm not, I'm like, yo, it, it's guilty for me to be paying people and not helping them make something happen where we could be partners. For sure. So I everyone agree. in here has the ability to be a partner with me in something. And while we're building that dream, I'm paying you to help me do mine so you can support yourself. I agree. I And obviously, Mark, he, he does the video and the editing. And I should be able to pay him $20,000 a month. I can't, obviously. But the, the goal is to get there. Maybe not everybody working on their own thing, but like, yo, if we're going to build this empire... When we get to this point, you'll be at 20. You can live whatever it is that you're doing. So that that's my my challenge in entrepreneurship because I can't preach it then not teach it and then have you working for me, but I need you to work on the project so, so we can build it. to help them with a dream. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. The way you help them is give them all your resources. Yeah. I get another drink? Like, so who I'm asking to get me a drink, where you at? Who's getting it for me? Come up here. What's your, what's, your, what's your job with me? Um, assistant slash massage therapist. Assistant slash massage therapist, okay. What's your dream? To be a singer. So you've been working with me how long? Okay. What have you done in seven, eight months that you have never done before in your life? Hmm. So you've been working on your dream. How do I talk to you about your dreams? Mm-hmm. You do your job fairly well. What am I? If I'm frustrated you at all, what is it usually about? Not working hard enough. Not working hard enough on your dreams. So can you give me a drink now? <laughs> and I want her to dream about making so much money, and she ain't got to never get me a drink again. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, I, it, it, and that, that is, wasn't scheduled. Yeah. And anyone else that, I didn't know who was going to come up. Mm. They would ha- have a story. Who else is back there? Nicolette, where you at? That's how they make a laugh for setting this whole thing up, though. Really appreciate you. And this is, I, I was on, a, um, on one of my team calls. E, come on. Um, I was on one of my team calls and I, I just pointed out like everybody on my team, I helped them get money in some way. I'm referring them to something, but then I, and this was just this past Monday. And I'm like, yo, I think my dream needs to be big enough so that we, because I don't, I, I can't get Their there without Their dreams have them. to be big too. Right. Or else you got low energy around you. But how, how can you incorporate their dream into your dream? I just did. I just showed you. They made, she made the album. I have producers. I make music. While I'm rehearsing, she rehearses. I have a platform music. Put your music in my in my commercials. Put your thank you. Put your music in my TV shows. Perform. Nicolette, Nicolette, where you at? <laughs> she might be in the back. What's right? going on, Nicolette? All right. What's up? Now, Nikki Lick, Nicolette basically is almost the only person in my infrastructure that's allowed to be as as childish as me. <laughs> We're like, that's my little man. 
She's with me all the time. You have to be like me to be around. For sure. You have to love women, too. Okay. Because I love women. <laughs> all right. You might be offensive. So, Nicolette, what's your dream? Besides, she runs, you know, she does a lot. Too right. much. What's your dream? Um, To make money for my music and uh, wake up with my dream soulmate mm-hmm. and wake up whenever I want and all that good stuff. <laughs> so what have you been doing? Working on my music. How many albums have you made? I've completed one, which is out, but I'm working on an R&B project, a country slash rock project. Uh, what about your movie another... making? That's done. That's just not edited. Yeah, I have this movie Playtoy coming out. Now, the pressure I put on her this week was what? Where are we at with your dream right now? What do you oh, got to do? Oh. So now I'm challenged to make an event. Um where I bring all of my culture, bring culture to you. Well, my not, this is your community. This is your party. This is your <laughs> show. She has to throw her own show, promote her show, mm-hmm. and she has a place to do it. It's going to get covered, but she has to learn how to promote. Mm-hmm. But again, she's helping me with mine. I can tell her what to do to get where she has to go and give her everything that I got. Yeah. I let them perform. I'm going to unite all the lesbians. I'm not mm-hmm. mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yo, okay, let me let me ask you a question, okay? So, a part of this dream, like, say you were able to, like, be super up and you helped Dane become a billionaire, right? Obviously, you're, there, there's no way you're not, like, super duper up. He becomes and, a billionaire. And I want you to know right? that all, everything above and beyond that, we designed these shorts together. She checked I, I asked for them joints, too. Yeah. Do you have those? Because I know you don't. These you are samples, right? Okay. Pe- I saw the Dusko joints. So I was like, a need Dusko ones. Like, that's a pe- right now, the ones that are coming in are the CEO black and the CEO white ones. Yeah, those will be in, and the rest, y'all can order. They last. And I'm only making 100. Right, I, need, I need one. They're glad. Just hold me down. I'll take this here. So, why, so why isn't the vision? Because you already have this great vehicle. Yo, I want to get this company to a billion-dollar company because ultimately, you'll be able to live your dream and you won't even have to do the stuff that you want to do for money. You feel me? So that's where, from another CEO, I'm like, how can I impart in, I'm glad we're having this conversation. How can I impart in somebody that works for me to, like, be all in on the vision so we can both be super up? Because when you, if I'm performing, she knows I'm going to let her perform. Mm -hmm. If I make a movie, she knows her music's in my movie. I see. So it all coincides. We start to, you know, it makes things easier. Like, why should I hire or pay for someone else's records and we got our own? Gotcha. I, I, I would love to hear your perspective. Yeah, your perspective? Game is super inspirational. So I'm always like, I can't let him out hustle me. Mm. You know, I'm like half his age. And, you know, when he wins, I win. When I win, he wins. So that's just the mentality I have. And you got to oh. find people that actually care like that. I feel that. Not just there for the money. I feel that. I feel that. And I, my, my biggest challenge is I always teach some sort of a singular focus. But there's, we don't have... And I may, maybe that's my my problem. Like, I want to... I got to be... Like, I got to be locked in on something. And everything I lock in on grows really, really big. But... And I'm trying to instill that into my people, too. So, I mean, you, you work for me and you're doing this for you. And you're probably working on something else. 
why don't we all just put our minds together on some Captain Planet? Yo, this the is way the I do it is, if you sitting here doing this and someone's helping you, then I'm going to say, let me see you do exactly what I'm doing on your terms. So they can actually do the same thing you're doing because you're brave enough to do it. You should never send somebody to do something you won't do yourself. Mm-hmm. And then let them do their own podcast. For sure. That's it. Whatever I'm doing, you do. Yeah. Period. I'm making a book, make a book. If I'm making an album, make an album. I'm doing it. That means you know how to do it and you can do it. But I'm leading by example. Like she said, I'm 50. So I should never be out hustling. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Thank you so much, Nicola. So with... Can you you roll me a joint? Think think about this, right? Rockefeller. (laughs) We all focused on this, building this one company. And then, like you said, um, he goes to... There's other ambitions that that Bro, when Rockefeller got disintegrated, Kanye... Jay-Z, Cameron and Dipset, State Property, Beanie Siegel, um, Joe Buttons, Noriega. Everyone was starting to get rich. Money fucked it up so no one could get rich but him. That's what I'm saying. If it was all, if everybody's focus was continuing to, if nobody else had these other ambitions, right? So, yo, I just want to do my own thing. I don't it's want a matrix, partners. bro. It's a matrix. People f*** your mind and think perception is better than actual. So all that matters is what's really going on. Mm. So, yo, it's what's happening on paper. What's the scorecard? What have you done? What have I done for you? What have you done for me? Mm. What are you mad at? What have I been mad at? You know, you can't turn a blind eye. Yeah. Period. You know? And don't cheat. And don't give a f- I think you got to get over what people think first and foremost. And then that'll make it give you a lot more clarity about the other stuff. Yeah. I but once like- you don't give a f- what nobody think, life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And my, my life been beautiful my whole life. I ain't never gave a f- about what nobody thought. And they've said every single thing that they could say about me for the last 30 years. And it's never slowed me down. <laughs> or made me like have a f- up day. Right. I'm having way too much fun. Right. Thank you. That was fucking quick. <laughs> Let me I, ask you this I respect question. That. In the event that we was going to partner on something, right? We are. We, how would you, we already did. We how, would, studio. how would you structure it? 50-50. So, who puts up the money? Money for what? You might need money for something. I don't know. What do you mean? When you say you need money, you got to know what for. There's no, 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 no. I'm saying I don't need money, but I'm sure you'll, you'll need some money for something, whether for it's what? marketing, promotion. I just asked the or, question, bro. For okay. Um, so, you got all the equipment. I mean, I, you got all the equipment. Got a studio. Set build out design. What's set build out. What are you talking about? I mean, you gotta you gotta what? like add a joint saucy. First, let's let's not put the cart before the horse. See exactly what we're gonna do. Right. I thought we was gonna do some Poppington University. That ain't gonna cost nothing sure. for us. Besides what we already got. And you know, whatever. And then a real TV show. Mm-hmm. And you take it from there, you gotta break it down. Right. Yeah. So don't worry, bro. So the money that we put up, I put up half, you put up half? Yeah, but what money we got to put up? I don't know. It's always some It's always some expenses for something. What? Coffee? No, promotion, marketing. What promotion? What do you got to pay for? Ads, maybe. How much the ads cost? I mean, I I spend a couple... Uh, I, I spend about $1,000 a day in ads. I thought we were talking about some money. What you mean? $1,000 a day? Yeah. 30000 a month? Yeah. And what does that bring you? 3X? Return? 
maybe I should start listening to you. There's, it, yeah, there's, there's, there's a cost associated with going big. I mean, because we can't do it organic, like my following, your following, but... Let's put a budget together. See what it costs. And then what we tend to make, stand to make. I like that. A lot of people say it's hard to work with you, bro. It's hard like, to see? Who told you it's hard, it's hard to, to work me. with you? You know, people be like, yo, I'm, people. I'm the internet. You mean the Perception. People? If everyone that works with me is in Forbes, how could it be hard to work with? Hmm. If everyone that works with me, wait, Kevin Hart's doing all right. Jay's doing all right. What'd you do with Kevin Hart? I discovered Kevin Hart. I directed his first two movies. Paper Soldiers. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's not so crazy. That's, cool. That's wild. I didn't know that was your movie, bro. It's my normal. I directed that movie. Yeah, that was my favorite movie for Man Long. Before you, Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, that joint was hilarious. Yeah. Didn't even know it, right? I had no idea. He should. He should tell you, but he won't. But my point is, Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, Lee Daniels, Jay-Z, Kanye West. It's not an accident. Cameron, Rachel Roy. And, you know, it goes on and on. That's what I do. So how could it be hard? It's hard to get to that level. And people that complain about it are those that just couldn't make it. Yeah. And then those that make it sometimes resent me for getting them there. How do you prevent that happening? What's been happening? Do it you? yourself for yeah. yourself. So you're not you're not in the business of making a buy a star no more. If they're helping me, I help them. Mm-hmm. I'm making the OSG principles a star. You have something called the commission, you know, with Senator Eddie Milton, mm-hmm. Congressman Andre Carson, Bishop Pinnell, Dr. Pernell, um, do it all from Lords of the Underground. He's running for city council. Um, Taj, Melanie for recognizing trauma. And those are therapists. And uh, yeah, we form together like Voltron and we help. Mm. We get it popping. How much did it pay them for a cost to make? Like $8 million. You put up all the bread? No, I did that with fucking. Max and Dimension. That's when I learned that I need to put up all the books. <laughs> what was, the, what was the, uh, the agreement? They buy my idea from me and pay me a fee. Oh, so you don't get residuals? Like, not, no. Not right. Really. The other deals I made were better. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dang, the art of the deal. Dang, I appreciate you, man. Is there anything we didn't talk about? I don't know. There's a lot I didn't talk about, but let's know. talk about some stuff we didn't talk about. Like what? I don't know, bro. You you are like I, you want to talk about the art galleries that opened up? Did he want yes, to yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't understand art either. Like how how does this game work? Why is a piece of art worth millions of dollars? Because the point of view of the person that's expressing themselves, you know, and what they mean to the world and who appreciates them. What they've done. Is it more about the art or the story or the person? It's all. The process, the story, the person, how good it is. Just like music. Yeah. Music is an art. Boxing is an art. Everything is an art. If it's done from an organic place. People copy art all the time. But that's what I am. A fighter to preserve the original art. Mm-hmm. So talk about the art galleries. You know, I told you. I opened them up all around the world. And they were always more like collectives of different kinds of people, but I always showcased art as well. And I've, you know, developed very strong relationships with a lot of artists. I've seen people, you know, like the thing about traditional art is you don't get appreciated until you die. Right. So it was about figuring out how to get you to smell your roses while you're here. 
and also because you're an artist and because you're independent, you shouldn't have to be broke. Right. You know, so one I'm working with this artist Wyland who does the biggest murals all over the world. He has a hundred of them. I just came back from Laguna Beach visiting him. You know, he's rolling, but he fights the man, and he's never had to do anything but what he loves. Yeah, and that's why I support that. And people have to see that independence yields. There is luxury that comes with it. Mm. So the price is dictated off of the narrative you paint around the art. All of it. It's all of it. It's a lot of things. Art is not a scheduled thing. You never know why someone's going to lose something. Right. That's it's art about it. Mm. And it's a profitable business in terms of art galleries? For me, I was more a collector. So it attracted a lot of new artists. It never made me any real money. I, I, I couldn't exploit the game the way most do. Mm-hmm. But what I've done is been able to collect a lot of art from people before they made it, so you get a cheap price, and once they make it, you got a lot of it, so it's worth more. Mm. It's like, you know, I don't know if you're ever a drug dealer, but prices go up and down. Mm. So if the prices are down, you buy a lot of it, you put it up, and then when the prices go up, you bring it out, and then you sell it for more. Right. It's like that. It's like stocks. Yeah. <laughs> How do you discover artists? It's just, is it a feeling like... Yeah, they, like they inspire me. Yeah. If they all come around, I don't look for nothing. Everybody right. comes to... So it's energy I get out and I get it back. And also, uh, so 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 lastly, I know you got the streaming, uh, the streaming platform, S- streaming service. Yeah. How's that going? It's going really good. Good. So, do you? What are you looking for in terms of people that produce nah, content? Make everything else. But also, so everything it. that comes on the platform is something that you made here. Here or that I made with my company, my production company. So I wouldn't produce my own show and then bring it to you and say, hey, put it on your you platform. You could, but it'd be hard to monetize. We would do it together. But if you had something, I'd say you could, you know, deal with my traffic, but it'd be hard to pay. You know? It's about gotcha. building an asset that's going to generate some residual income later. Solid, solid. Look, man, I learned a lot, and I, I know you got a very busy day, man. Hopefully, um, you know, after this interview, things should be better. Thanks. Even though they're doing well now, and... Yeah, we'll do the school. Absolutely. And a Absolutely. TV show. Cool, cool. Well, look, um, I got. I, I, I have a, uh, and I, maybe I, we kind of talk about it. I have a group called The Morning Meetup where I get together with a group every single morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm. And um, we, I teach entrepreneurship. Oh. So literally every morning, it's about 400 entrepreneurs from all across the country that join that joint. So I'd love to get you on there, get Definitely. your perspective, man. I think Thanks for coming awesome. on OSG. Say less, I'll Entrepreneur be there. joint, and then we can do it. I definitely like to talk to entrepreneurs. Let's do it. Dang, I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you, family. Yes, sir. All right, we are out of here, wrapping up. Um, Make sure y'all check out uh, the Social Proof Podcast on all streaming platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. We out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.